what Aussie doesn't love pizza? But unfortunately, many of the takeaway pizza options really pack a punch in terms of calories and saturated fat. So it's much better if you can make your own at home. But having said that, not all pizza bases are created equal. Hi, I'm Leanne Wolf. And I'm Susie Burrow. And as two of Australia's leading dietitians, we bring you the Nutrition Couch Product Review, a weekly chat on new products and old favorites that you can find in your local supermarkets. So today on the Nutrition Couch, we review three popular pizza bases in the West and we see the pros and cons of them nutritionally. So the first one I've chosen today, Susie, is an interesting one. So it's the Toscano sourdough pizza base. And a friend sent me this and she said, oh, I'm so excited. I've really been into fermenting and gut health lately. What do you think of this one? And I thought it was a really interesting one because at face value, it looks great, right? And I would say it's inexpensive. It's $7.50 for a two-pack, um, which, you know, is, is is getting up there in terms of pizza bases. I, I typically buy the ones on half price, if I'm being honest. <laughs> but I thought this was an interesting one because I think sourdough itself has quite a health halo around it. So if we look at the ingredient list, it is wheat flour, water, sunflower oil, salt, yeast, malted wheat flour, dextrose. So they're adding in a little bit of sugar to that emulsifier and some preservatives. So I wouldn't necessarily say it's a clean ingredient list. And we know that when they're adding yeast into a sourdough product, it's not a traditional form of sourdough. So they're really doing that to speed up the whole fermentation process. So you're not actually getting the full benefits from a gut health perspective. So for me, this is almost like you know, like fake sourdough, like it's not as authentic as what it could be, yet they're, you know, they're charging a premium price for it. So immediately that kind of got me offside a little bit, Susie. But looking through the nutrition information panel, and what I think we'll do, because we've got three different types of pizza bases, we'll go per 100 grams today. So per 100 grams, we've got 1,200 kilojoules. So it kind of packs a punch, like 1,200 kilojoules is quite a lot of energy per 100 grams. We've got 8.5 grams of protein, 4.5 grams of fat with only 0.5 of that being saturated fat, 51 grams of carbohydrate. 2.3 grams of that being sugars, with a little bit of that being added sugar, and 800 milligrams of sodium. Um, So there's actually quite a lot of salt in this product. So for me, it's actually quite high energy for a very small amount. And I'm just trying to work out how much one pizza base is. So I think a serving size is 210 grams. So I think the whole base is 210 grams. So about half of that pizza um, is about 1,200 kilojoules. So I wouldn't say it's a lighter option, put it that way, because then you've still got to add your sauce and your meats and your veggies and your cheese on top of that. So you're looking at, you know, 300 calories just for half of that base. And I think a lot of people would actually eat a little bit more than half as well. So I think if you're concerned or if the goal is fat loss, this probably wouldn't be my recommendation. And if you're buying it because you think it's sort of, you know, artesian and it's better for you and it's got all of those wonderful gut health benefits, I think we're kind of been throwing a little bit of a health halo here, Susie. What do you think? I do. First of all, it's made in Italy. So of course, we always try and support Australian products where we can. You know how I feel about sourdough. I think that it's got a very false sense of health security and it's still a type of white flour. You've compared 100, which it makes it easier across brands. But if we consider, Leanne, that if you ate half of that, which is what, three or four small pieces, which most of us would, Mm. you're getting almost 20 grams of protein, which is great, but you're also getting over 600 calories and you're getting like 1,600 milligrams of sodium. That's almost your entire daily intake in just the base. So absolutely, I'm pretty appalled. And this is a good example of where like Turkish bread sodium really slips in. And um, I actually can't find anything nutritionally superior. It's like 50, almost 55 grams of carbohydrate or the equivalent of four slices of bread in just half of that. 
So it's a really high calorie version and I think there's much better ones out there. So uh, yeah, I absolutely agree. One, it's Italian, so it's, you know, not Australian product, but yeah, a health halo for my liking. And whilst I, I prefer homemade pizza because you can control the ingredients to a certain extent and the fat is generally lower, but also at the moment, Leanne, I just think it's so expensive to buy pizza. You know, if you're feeding a family of four, it's the bill on a pizza delivery is not shy of $100. Like it's literally bread and a bit of, of topping. Like that's a lot for pizza. Like I grew up in the 80s when we got two Domino's for like 20 bucks. <laughs> so yeah, I think from a family perspective, it can be really cost effective. And some of the my favorite bases I'll use as a lunch the next day because they're so nutritionally strong. But this is not one of the ones that I would be recommending. And I don't even like it's got sugar added into the base. So mm. yeah, I'm with mm. you. Much better varieties available. Yeah, I agree. I really can't find much nutritionally with this. And as well, like you're charging, they're charging a premium price point for this as well. And to me, it's not a premium product. I don't really see anything nutritionally superior here to other pizza bases on the market and the fiber contents, you know really low as well. And as I said, why is there added sugar? And there's so much added salt to that as well. Then when you think what actually goes onto the pizza, a lot of people will put ham or salami and cheese, and that's even more salt as well. So I wouldn't really say that this is any healthier than ordering it from a, you know, a takeaway shop, depending on what you're putting on it. So thumbs down from me, Susie. Unfortunately, I thought it looked great at face value, but I was trying to explain to my friend, but she was like, but like sourdough. And I was like, but no. <laughs> thumbs down. I, I agree. That's our latest rating. Thumbs down. Thumbs down. <laughs> and then the next one she sent me, I actually built this one around. Um, my friend was obviously shopping for pizza bases in Coles and she's like, Leanne, which one do I go for? So this is the next one she sent me, sorry, in Woolworths. Um, and it's the Picasso Kitchen Cauliflower Base, 170 grams. So in this one, I think uh, you just get one base. So it's $3.60. So I guess the other one for, what was it, $7.50, you got two bases. So it's around about the same price point. So I guess quite affordable when you look at it from a, you know, making your own versus ordering in from home. Because a lot of my local pizza places, you know, not the standard Domino's, but the nicer ones, the more, you know, Italian kind of restaurant ones, easily $25 a pizza. If we get two or three of them, if we've got friends over or something like that, it, it you know it quickly adds up. Like you said, it's easily a hundred dollars if you're getting takeaway pizza. So it is more affordable to do it yourself. We just kind of want to be picking brands that are a little bit better. So if we look at the ingredient list, and I always find it quite amusing the cauliflower ones because a lot of my clients who um, have previously done low carb diets or a keto diet will say, "Well, I've used this when I did keto before," and I say, "You do understand that? Yes, it's cauliflower, but there's quite a lot of flour in that as well." <laughs> so if we go through this one, the top ingredient is flour followed by cauliflower, 45%. So it's actually got more um, flour in it than anything else, despite being a cauliflower base. So definitely not something we would use in a keto or a low-carb diet. Uh, it's got water, salt, olive oil, and yeast. So from an ingredient perspective, I actually quite like it. Like it's pretty clean. Like it's just, it's flour, it's cauliflower, it's water, salt, olive oil, and yeast. So I quite like it um, from an ingredient perspective. And then the nutrition information says that there's four servings per pack, which I think is ridiculous because that's you eating a quarter of that pizza. So it's like two small slices. Anybody that I know would eat at least half that base, if not double. So again, we'll go per 100 grams to break it down. Energy-wise, is a lot lower. So it's just under 700 kilojoules compared to the inauthentic sourdough one was 1,200 kilojoules per 100 grams. So a lot, you know, nearly half basically. Protein, we've got 5.3 grams per 100 grams. Fat is 1.4 grams, so very low fat despite the addition of the olive oil. 0.2 grams of that being saturated fat. 31 grams of carbohydrate, so significantly lower compared to the 51 grams in the sourdough. But still, when you think about a cauliflower base, you would think that it would be a lot lower than that. It's still the equivalent of about two slices of bread in that serve, basically. 
uh, 0.5 grams of sugar that being naturally occurring, uh, 2.7 grams of dietary fiber. So not bad from a dietary fiber perspective. Obviously, um, they're using a little bit of wheat flour plus some cauliflower and 90 milligrams of sodium. So significantly less compared to the 800 milligrams, which was in the Toscano sourdough pizza base. So this one kind of ticks a few boxes for me, Susie. I must admit, I haven't tried it. I'm not a fan of cauliflower pizza bases. If I was going to get a pizza base, I'd just get a standard pizza base, I'll be honest. But I think it has a place. You know, it looks to be lower energy. It's definitely lower sodium um, and a lower carbohydrate, I guess, spread overall. And I quite like the ingredient list. And I mean, that's kind of affordable, $3.60 for a base, you know, um, particularly if it would come on sale. I don't mind this one, actually. I don't know what it tastes like, I must admit, but it's a good way to get a couple of extra veggies in. But let's not be fooled. It's not something that's like a free a free base. Do you know what I mean? I think a lot of people, people would think, oh, it's cauliflower base. It doesn't really count or it's, you know, got no calories in it. But um, it definitely does. There's more, you know, there's more flour in there than cauliflower. So I think that's interesting for a lot of people to note. But I don't mind it. I think from an ingredient perspective, it's quite good. And, you know, I like the addition. It's it's high fiber. It's quite low fat. It's got semi-decent amount of protein in there. Not that we're looking for protein in a base or anything, but I don't mind it. What do you think? Yeah, I do too. I was actually surprised the percentage of cauliflower was so high because in some of the others I've seen in supermarkets, I know they're trying to sort of similar to cauliflower rice and, and zucchini pasta, sort of add this through the pizza bases. But this is one of the best ones I've seen. Like 45% is pretty good because if you think about it, like cauliflower is watery and if you've made a pizza base um, with it, which I have, it's really hard to get it crunchy and crispy because it tends to go soggy because it's got such a high water content. So the fact that they've got 45% in there, I'm pretty happy with. I'm happy it's olive oil as well. I like it. Now, my concern is I haven't tried it and yeah, sometimes what does these it taste products like? are not great on the mouth. <laughs> I think if it's tasty, if anyone has, maybe you can let us know um, and leave it on our Insta and let us know what it's like. But you could get away with basically half and it's, um, you know, I guess if you eat half of it, though, it's 60 grams of carbs, so it's four slices of bread, so it's not insignificant load. But certainly, you know, I think it's a 7 out of 10. Um, I quite like it as well. I think that the sodium's really, really low. It's not overly high in carbohydrate. You're getting a bit of protein, you know, so I wouldn't be against it. It would be sort of middle ground for me. It's actually better than I thought. So, yeah, I'll just be interested to see how it tastes if anyone's got that feedback for us. That would definitely be my only concern there. But if not, I think it, I think it gives a thumbs up from the nutrition couch today. I don't mind it. But um, definitely not, yeah, don't don't be fooled that it's it's the big health halo. Like it's probably a little bit better option on the market. But then again, if you think you're buying it because it's so good and then you're eating the entire thing, you're not really any better off. Like if you ate that entire pizza base, that's what, 60 Grams. Yeah, so four bits of bread. I think the thing yeah, with pizza yeah. all the time for clients is that we're just trying to control the volume. <laughs> so people don't eat a whole pizza, it's whole more pizza. two or three slices with salad. And I think that's probably, you know, a reasonable ground to get to in general with pizza um, and go the thinner base, the better. But I, yeah, I don't disagree. It doesn't mean you can eat the whole thing. It's certainly at least two serves. All right. And then the final one, and this is the one that we agreed that my friend would get. And then I actually went, we, we make pizza probably, I'd say, two, three times a month in our household, generally sort of once a week, if not once every fortnight. Um, so we're big pizza lovers in this household. And I went out and got these ones last week. So I can vouch that they taste pretty good. And this is the one that my friend ended up grabbing as well. So it's the Della Rosa low carb, high protein pizza base. So it's 250 grams um, and there's four servings per pack. So there's two bases in there and they want you to have half a base as a serving. So looking at the ingredient list, we've got wheat flour, um, fortified with some thiamine and folic acid, which is very normal with a fortification process, followed by water, starch, powder, fiber protein, which adds a little bit of extra protein in there, followed by gluten, canola oil, olive oil, salt, sugar, and yeast. 
So not too bad ingredient wise. And they're definitely adding a couple of extra things in there to kind of fortify and boost up the protein content. And then looking per 100 grams, we've got 560 kilojoules. So the lowest out of the three that we've reviewed energy wise, 10.5 grams of protein, definitely the highest that we've reviewed uh, protein wise as well. Looking at two grams of fat total per 100 grams with 0.2 of that being saturated. 16 grams of carbohydrates, so definitely even lower, like half the amount of the cauliflower pizza base, which I find is quite interesting as well, Um, because I think naturally people will think, oh, the cauliflower one's going to be significantly lower in in um, cauliflower. Like I said to you, one of my clients who had previously tried keto and obviously got nowhere was buying that on a keto diet, but it's still got a significant amount of carb in it. Um, So it's got 16 grams of carb per 100 grams, which is actually quite low. It's the equivalent of roughly a slice of bread, Uh, 0.4 grams of sugar. It doesn't list dietary fiber, but I imagine between the wheat flour and the fiber protein, it would have some fiber in there. Um, And then 340 milligrams of sodium. So not insignificant, but also nothing crazy like 800 milligrams in in the first pizza base. So I quite like it from a macronutrient perspective. I would say that most people would happily eat half of that base. <laughs> um, it actually does taste pretty good, though. It's it's nice. It's light. It's it's not too um too dense or anything, and it makes a really nice pizza. And because of the high protein content, I just put cheese and veggies on mine, and you know that got me pretty close to where I needed. I had a big side salad with it, and I found it a really really tasty a tasty meal. And Mia had a little nibble on some of the base as well, and she quite enjoyed it. <laughs> so I, I quite like this one. This was sort of my recommendation of the three today. Um, and it's an Aussie-made product as well, which we like. Can we just go back to your comment? Mm. She tried keto and obviously got nowhere. Which is why she's seeing me now. <laughs> Gold on a Sunday morning. <laughs> I just want to know that was a nice comment. Um, I like this one too, and I'm glad you've tasted it and it tastes good because I, I like it that the ingredient list is really clean. Because there's a couple of low-carb pizza bases. in. There's one in the frozen section in the supermarket mm. and also I tend to go for the high-protein Woolies one. One, because I find these products are quite tricky to track down in the fresh section. So I was going to ask you, did you get your pizza base at Woolies or Coles and is it available at both? This one I found at Woolies. I find them quite hard. They're sort of along that bottom shelf and and often sold out so they can be tricky to track down. Yeah. But I think from memory, this is a much cleaner ingredient list than the ones I've previously looked at or even recommended. So I will actually recommend this now because I really like it too. Um, I'm with you. I just think as long as you stick to that half uh, pizza maximum as a serve, it's preferable. And, you know, that's giving you, you know, about 20 grams of carb. That's about as low as you're going to get for a pizza base that is actually even tastes like pizza. About 25 grams, yeah. A couple of slices of bread. The protein's really strong on it. Um, Sodium's reasonable. You know, you look, there's sugar, but it's right down the end of the list. It's pretty low in there. Yeah, I like it as well. And as I said, it's reassuring to know that it actually tastes quite good. And I'm with you. The key with pizzas is I'll do the passata on the bottom with loads of roasted veggies and then a white cheese like a feta or a goat's cheese, Um, maybe a big, you know, throw of a rocket on the top at the end. So, yeah, I really like it. I'd give it an eight, eight and a half, even nine out of ten. It would certainly be my choice of the healthiest versions available. And I will, yeah, swap over to what I'm recommending to that one. And you know, four fifty. It's much, much lower price wise than the pizza you're getting from the takeaway shop now. Mm. So, and you would argue healthier as well. So, great find. Yeah, I quite like this one. Alrighty, guys. Well, again, that brings us to the end of another episode. So, if you haven't done so already, we would love if you could subscribe to the podcast. And don't forget, available on our website, which is thenutritioncouch.com, we have our recordings from our live events last year. If you're interested in hormones, gut health, and fat loss, these are the recordings for you. You can watch it from the comfort of your own home. And we also, of course, have our wonderful product guide, which takes you through over 130 of our favorite supermarket products. So you don't have to do the time-intensive label reading at the supermarket. You can just buy the product guide 
I'd have it on your phone and there's heaps and heaps of recommendations that Susie and I give to our clients every day but also buy for our own families. So they're available all on the nutritioncouch.com and we will catch you guys next week. See you on Sunday. Oh, 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 oh,